Yo, 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 week two, we back, baby. What's up? What's up? What's up, people? How y'all doing, man? Let's week two. Ready to get into it. You yes, ready, cuz? Am I ready? Let's go, cuz. All right, then let's get to that grind. <laughs> so let's not waste no time. And you better not step out of line or, or you, you gonna, gonna get teed up. up. All right. Well, we now, got cause... this week, man. Yeah, it's been a pretty interesting week. I think so, too. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> It, it, no one has been more interesting to watch. No one has been more in the news than, you know, Dame Dollar himself. Dame Dollar. Dame time, baby. Yes, sir. He has come out and been amazing in this bubble this last week. His all eyes have been on him, man. But it all started. It all started with the Clippers game. And I think mm-hmm. you know where I'm going with this. Yep. Clippers game, him and PG and that little rivalry that they had going on. Tell us what you think about that one. Man. I loved it, man. You know, yeah. <laughs> Dame, we all know, got that competitive fire. Right. Patrick Beverly, who was involved in it, got that competitive fire, and yeah. so does PG. So when it was happening, the beef started, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it forgot, for those of you who don't know, at the end of the Clippers game, Dame missed, what, two free throws yeah. and a deep three. Right. That uh, lost his team the game, and, you know, he's known for being clutch. So Patrick Beverly specifically really let him hear that. Yeah, for Dame sure. Dame made some comments after the game about how he sent Patrick Beverly home. And he sent Paul George home. Called him chumps. They, yeah, they, he did call him chumps. <laughs> and, you know, they did not take kindly of that, so they clapped back at him. But yeah. then it was just competitive banter, you know? Yeah, it was all fun, yeah, all competitive, all competition. You know, something that you don't really see that much in sports exactly. anymore. So it was good, really refreshing to see until it got a little too far. It got a little too personal. Why, you know? why do family members have to get involved? Yeah. I mean... I think it was Dame's sister came out and yeah. she said something about Paul George's girl and Paul George's girl had to come back. He called his sister a cow. Yeah, I was like, Lord Jesus, what happened? <laughs> it was just so, it was so good. It yeah. was competitive. Right. It was like, man, I want to see these guys play again type thing. Right. And then it got to, oh, like, they finna scrap. <laughs> like the whole, it's finna be a family brawl. It like what's a, happening? Yeah, it took a turn for the worst. It took a deep turn for the word i i i liked it when it was just them going at yeah, it yeah just them and as of as of now they've squashed the beef and they said okay after everyone yeah. else sort of got involved but i feel like both of them did understand like this is just you know competitive competitive match. yeah like you a competitor i'm a competitor i dropped you off a few times mm-hmm. you ain't dropped me off yet but it's okay yeah type stuff but that's just one part with this dude. Dame has, like I said, he's taken over this entire week of sports, bro. Man. He's been in the headlines nonstop. The Can't next thing, the next thing that he did after missing that, after missing those three pivotal uh, shots against the Clippers, is he came out and did what? He, Man, he put up how many points back to back to back? Fifty-one. Mm-hmm. Then he put up sixty-one. Okay, what? That was the first ever Trailblazer in history. Yeah, to score back to back fifty-point games. Yeah. Well, he tied Wilt with like the most 60-point games Mm -hmm. in a season. Right. Dude is going crazy, man. And before I I say this next thing, I want to let y'all know y'all need to go check out our TikTok. It's at Teed Up Podcast. Yes, sir. Check out the TikTok. And our TikTok will tell you that Dame died and then he came back. What? Because after those missed shots, (laughs) let me tell you, he was not messing around. No, sir. I mean pulling up from wherever whenever i mean you watched the next game you yeah, saw bro. him take a step past half court but and he, launch it he made me scream like i was he sitting, actually did scream. i was sitting down 
watching the game and i just saw oh oh and comfortably bro like where does that confidence come from hey man he's a different type of he's a different animal bro. different breed he walked across court and was like this is a good one and <laughs> you know this is a good one and dead eyed it like boom it's straight in your face Flag. no problem at all and went right back on defense like yeah that's it hey and i know you remember uh pg in the series uh when he sent him home saying oh, yeah. that's a bad that's shot. a bad shot yeah man that's not ain't nothing a bad shot no more pg look at what he's doing he out here splashing from every spot on the court i mean step past half court <laughs> splash did court. it and one off a screen <laughs> splash oh my god like two he... people in his face <laughs> splash the man is not messing around bro it was like that fourth quarter in the Nets game, it felt like everything that he put up was going in, and you were shocked mm-hmm. if it missed. It, it was is a different energy that he comes with, and it's just like, oh my, it's God. ridiculous. Look, in the sun in that Nets uh, Trailblazers game, I wanted to see you know another team get into this play-in tournament as much as I love Dame and the Trailblazers. Yeah, I wanted to see them in it as well. I wanted to see those two teams, right? But. Uh, it was hard, you know, when I was rooting against the Trailblazers to just look at that man Dame and see everything like, oh my God, that's in. Another one. Uh, yep, that's in. Yeah. And, <laughs> and your team can't do nothing about it. There's no stopping it. It's it was sad. It was sad as a as a person who was rooting against the Blazers. My heart yeah. hurt for a little bit. I can I completely understand. It is it was like I wasn't going for anybody, but seeing like when I see Dame turn into that he takes over the game he turn on his takeover bad mm-hmm. when he does it it's just like how can you not watch how can you not go oh, for it it's every the best time thing he, ever to watch every time you take a shot it's like man it's different and you know with steph curry not being in the playoffs you know yeah you know we got shooters right but we don't got shooter shooters like people who like i said that confidence just step past half court and you got to guard them and Dame was is filling in that role. No joke. For sure, like he's out here. He's exceeding expectations on that role, bro. And how how do you exceed expect? That's that's the crazy thing. Yeah. As a as a the quality of a player he is, mm-hmm. he looks even better than we thought he was. Right. And that is scary. Yeah. Now, I guess, like the question, like is that is that superstar level, bro? I think so. Okay, so the question I the reason I asked that question is because I don't know how many of you guys watch like Carmelo's what's what's in your drink uh podcast or whatever he does, mm-hmm. but he had Dame on the podcast and he you know Dame sort of went into a situation he was uh, talking about with Skip Bayless and how Skip has sort of said like he's not a superstar and yeah. it brought up the question from Dame was you know what makes you a superstar like if you're a champion you know Champ. if you win a, if you win a championship you're a champion yeah. if if you go to an all-star game you're an all-star but what necessarily makes you a superstar and i'm like that's a great question yeah and i, I brought up you i really want to know like what's your like real thoughts on it you know yeah so i want to start this off by saying i do think dame is a superstar yeah and i think what makes a superstar mm-hmm. is mostly a combination of play and circumstances okay so i say that to say like there you can be a super high quality player but you know more superstars are going to be bred from places mm-hmm. that uh have that brand and, and are able to build that brand for you like los angeles right. like new york yeah and that's why you know most of the uh 
postmodern or pre-modern superstars are you know from those types of markets right uh i think dame has defied those odds and he has you know set the world on fire even (laughs) in portland yeah Uh, and it also helps that you know he raps and he does these other things he's about to be on the cover of 2k 2K, uh so even in portland dame has built that brand for himself as well as being you know arguably top of his position yeah and that that allows him you know to be a superstar Uh, but yeah most of the time i think it's just a combination of uh, all-star level play actually there's a notch above all-star level play that you need to be at for a superstar yeah but that notch right above along with your circumstances like chris middleton is an all-star he'll never be a superstar yeah because he'll never have that brand he'll never be that guy exactly yeah but yeah that's i feel like that's a good explanation it, it was just like a it was a great question and the way he he had so much passion behind it like yeah. I, don't, I don't get it man i don't even care like for all those that say like i'm a superstar and all that he that's pretty much how he went with it i was like interesting i, I just want to bring it up to you yeah i, I think it was a great question yeah. but that's gonna go ahead and conclude it for this episode when we come back we're gonna talk to you guys about another rising superstar yes, in zion williamson and what happened to his team in the bubble because ooh. They're not looking at not what we expected. But before we do that, we're going to go to Rashad <laughs> with the history fact of the day. Sir, I hope you're ready. See y'all in a second. All right, you guys, welcome back to This Day in History, where I give you guys a history fact based on this day in history. Today is August 15, 2020, but we're taking it back to August 15th in 1999. And we're going to the PGA course, man. This particular golfer got his second major on this day being the PGA Championship. Now the question for you guys is, can you name which golfer it was? Now, was it Steve Elkington? Was it Tiger Woods? Was it David Love III? Or was it Phil Mickelson? Now, it's up for you guys to decide. You guys let us know in the comments and we'll let you know who was right and who was wrong. All right, bye. All right, we back, y'all. Yes, sir, what's good? All right, like I said, we're going to go ahead and get into another team with a rising superstar, and that's Zion and the New Orleans Pelicans. You yeah. Know? Uh, they came in with the easiest schedule in the bubble and still were not able to make that push to make the playoffs. So how do you think, you know, the league feels about this, and how do you feel about it? Um, well, for the league, I don't think they care that much. I don't think they care that much due to the fact that you feel like that – they're trying to push Zion, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against you in that. They are, but I don't think that. I don't think that the league is hurting due to the fact that the games are so good. The games have, you know, been looking good. The NBA and the brighter on the bigger side of things have just been portrayed very well. All done in the bubble. So having Zion and putting him in that first round and having to play against LeBron and all of that, uh, I don't think is going to necessarily hurt the NBA. I don't think Adam Silver is like, oh, we. I wish we got... I mean, maybe he is like, I wish we got him in, but with what he has in the playoffs and everything, I think it's fine. Uh, me, personally, I sort of wish that... I wish they made it, but not because it's not for Zion's sake. I'm sort of happy that Zion didn't make it through the fact that, you know, he's going to be on a minutes restriction, all of that, and it just, you know, yeah. it wasn't going to be good regardless. They were going to be kicked out in the first round. You would have gotten to see playing with LeBron for it a few games but not big minutes I don't believe but I do wish that 
his team made it because I want to see Zoe in the playoffs for the first time. I want to see B.I. in the playoffs, uh, my most improved player. And I also wanted to see J.J. Redick make it for his record time and being 13. I believe it'd be 13 times of him going to the playoffs um, consistently with every team that he's been on. So this is the first time he's missed. Sort of sad. I'm, I'm, I, that's who I really wanted to go. So I yeah. was really cheering for JJ because I wanted him to make it, but he didn't make it. But every other year he's made it. Yeah, he didn't miss. Uh, really quick, I, I, my opinion on it is I think the league is mad. I think Adam Silver was ready for that huge, you know, LeBron versus Zion, like Michael versus Larry type thing. And even though they knew, you know, in both situations that the younger pup was going to get eliminated, they just wanted that matchup for pure ratings purposes for nostalgia but they're not going to get that you know and i think that's a good thing for zion and his legacy in a way because i think you don't want it to seem like the nba has coddled him his whole time in the league but for me no love lost i am not hurt by the pelicans not being in the playoffs and you know we i'm excited to see you know i think it's going to be dame in the playoffs we'll get to that a little bit later but like yeah. I just, you know, I'm excited to see those matchups because the games, like you said, have been great and they've been, they've, they've been on point. But uh, moving on to another team mm-hmm. that we're not going to get to see in the playoffs. And this team, I'm actually upset did not make it. Mm-hmm. And that's the Phoenix Suns, man. They came in the bubble, showed up, showed out beyond everybody's expectations. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, went 8 0 in the bubble but still their fate was not in their hands mm-hmm. and they couldn't even make the play-in game for the tournament so what were your thoughts on this team and just not being able to see them in this bubble playoff scenario uh this team actually hurt me a little bit more than the pelicans did yeah um just because they came in they did everything they could in their power won all eight of their games came through and you know scorched a couple teams and yep. blew them out and they still couldn't make playoffs sort of sad um but with everything that they did do, the fact that they are now sort of, you know, going home, they can take all of this momentum that they started in the bubble and bring it into next season. They're a young team uh, with a great young superstar in Devin Booker. And their whole team's young. And so when they grow up, and they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. And I yep. feel like it's starting right now. The wheels are moving. They just got to get a few more people. They're going to be in the lottery. Like you uh, said earlier, they're going to be in the lottery. Yeah. So they're going to get another young player that's going to help them keep this momentum, keep the ball rolling, man. Um, Deontay Aiden, hell, he was mic'd up in that last game. He said, you know, this this is not the end, man. This is just the beginning. Y'all watch out for next year. And I agree with him wholeheartedly. I can't wait for next year. Yeah, same thing. Like uh, like we were just saying, you know, uh, they have a lottery pick. So depending on who they can get, they can get another young pup to, uh, you know, just help out Booker and Aiden. And, you know, push this young core and, and possibly make a playoff run next year. Yeah. So uh, this team looked great. I'm sad that we're not going to see them in the playoffs. You know, I wish we got to see the play in extended a little bit. Maybe, you know, let them play, you know, either the Grizzlies or the Trailblazers. Yeah. The winner play the higher seed. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think the NBA was prepared for that. But no, uh, look, look, there were one. There's one thing for sure and two things for certain. The NBA was not prepared for two things. They were yeah. not prepared for your 12th seed to come up and be in comp- competition for the AC yeah. and they were not prepared for a team that went to the bubble <laughs> to fall for a team to fall under a team that was not at the bubble the they Wizards were not prepared they were not prepared for either one of those two things to happen the Wizards should not have been there no but you know uh, you know other than that like you were just saying as well though uh, you know that 
that Phoenix team is looking good for the future. And I think Booker needs to be there, you know, as the guy that's going to lead that team Mm -hmm. as that number one option. But there is a person out there that thinks he shouldn't be in Phoenix anymore. Oh, okay, yeah, I know you. Okay, okay. And he and he wants him on his team, I believe. Yeah. And that person is Draymond Green, who got fined for tampering while on NBA on TNT. Yeah, man. Um, I enjoyed that though. I mean, the whole situation of him being like, you know, uh, he should get out of there. And, yeah. And for Ernie to be like, "Are you tampering?" And the maybe I don't know. You know, that whole situation was great. I enjoyed it. I don't feel like he should have been fine, but with yeah. it, if he would have been like, no, I don't think he would have been fine. Yeah, but that was—I mean, I sort of agree with. Him. Yeah, I, I do not want to see him on that Golden State team, <laughs> but I did think that whole episode was just hilarious. Yeah. Uh, hey, Draymond's good TV, man. Yeah. And uh, especially when him and Chuck, you know, go at it a little bit, mm-hmm. and you know they got their own little beef. But let's talk about another little beef in the NBA okay. real quick. And we're going to talk about T.J. Warren and Jimmy Butler. Because we know that they went at it earlier, even before the bubble started. And they just met up again. You know, T.J. Warren last week was our surprise player Mm -hmm. after putting up so many points in his first couple of games. But something different (laughs) happened when he met Jimmy Buckets in that game. Go ahead, tell the people what happened to T.J. Warren and your thoughts on it. All right, man. So I don't know what, I don't know if it was like, TJ just sort of lost his boost, his 2K boost. They ran out. If uh yeah, or if they ran out, or if or if just Jimmy just came and took him from him. But he's like you said, he's been lighting it up. But when he played the Heat, they, he only put up 12 points. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that has to do like like I said, losing the boat, losing the boost, or if Jimmy was playing tough defense on him or what. But the Heat somehow knocked him out. Sure did. This uh this whole little beef that. Jimmy Butler and TJ Warren have going on is great though. Like it's, it's just, fantastic. just like the PG and Dame thing, bro. It's all great competition. I bet like they're not really, you know, too mad at each other outside, like outside of the court. Nah. But they're just competitors. And I love to see that. You know, yeah. I love to see it more and more. Love to see it, man. That that beef, like you were just saying, it's it's fun to watch. It gives you a storyline that goes into the game that makes you, you know, anticipate a little bit more. And that's yeah. a a matchup that we're gonna you know get to see in the playoffs more right. than likely so man it's just i can't wait me neither bro. i can't wait because seeing those two go at it it's great yeah uh but yeah moving on from that we're gonna go ahead and in this segment and we're gonna get into what we have next like last week our prime time predictions this week it's not prime time games but we're gonna predict who we think are winners for the first round matchups that the playoffs are going to be. So, right. he's going to read them all. I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win these series. Let's hit it. Alright, you guys. We're going to start in the Eastern Conference, man. First team is Milwaukee and Orlando. Who do you got? How many games? Why? Yep, I got Milwaukee in four games. Uh, I just don't think the Magic have the matchups for Giannis and Middleton. Giannis is not going to be suspended for the playoff game, no, but the playoff. he will be playing and they're going to sweep Okay. Okay. Uh, Toronto Raptors, Brooklyn Nets, who you got? All right. I have the Raptors, but I have the Raptors in six. You know, I I like the Raptors. They're a great team. But the Brooklyn Nets have been out here surprising people. They were like four and two, four and three in the bubble. One more games than people expected with this wonky lineup. So I think they get some teams some trouble. One more games than I expected for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Boston Celtics, 76ers, who you got? Yep. I got the Celtics and... 
five, six. Uh, mostly because, you know, missing Ben Simmons is going to hurt them. That's their primary ball handler, and they're going to have to reconfigure that whole offense without him, you know, controlling the ball for majority of the game. Yeah, when you got a three-year, uh, seven-foot-ten point guard <laughs> that says that he's a rookie, and that's your that's your major, you know, your major yeah. point guard, bro. Like, uh, it, it hurts when he's not there. So, yeah. Well, hey, come on, bro. But Miami Heat and Indiana Pacers, who you got? All right, so I got the Heat coming out. I'm, you know, I'm a Heat guy. Uh, but I think I, I think I got them coming out in six or seven. I think TJ Warren and the Pacers, TJ Warren, Oladipo, Brogdon, those guys are going to come and produce, yeah. and they're going to be able to win a couple of games against those young guys on the Heat roster. Okay. Okay. Now, that was the what that was the Eastern Conference. Now, we're getting into the Western Conference. Western Conference is a little bit askew because we don't really know who is that AC yet. It's going to be determined tonight. Uh, but... Since we don't know, we're going to give you both uh, other options. So Los Angeles Lakers versus Portland Trailblazers first. Okay. Versus the Trailblazers, I got the Lakers winning it, but I got them winning in six. Uh, I don't think they can sweep that team. I mean, Trailblazers, even though they don't have the matchups for Braun mm-hmm. or really AD, I think uh, Dame shooting is going to get them two games. Yeah. The Lakers haven't been defending the perimeter well. And I mean, he's Dame Dollar, yeah. so he's not gonna get swept. They missing, they missing Avery Bradley heavy out there in LA for, for the Lakers, man. So the next one, uh, Los Angeles Lakers versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Who you got? Yeah, I got the Lakers in a sweep or a gentleman sweep. Okay. Uh, they they just don't have the matchups for uh, the Lakers. They don't have the star power, and with Jaron Jackson gone, who's gonna check AD? Yeah. Uh, Jaw's gonna try. He's gonna go out there and put him some numbers, but I don't think it'll be enough to get past the Lakers. All right. Uh, for your second seed, so you got the Los Angeles Clippers going up against the Dallas Mavericks. Who do you have? Yeah, I got the Clippers in, in probably five or six. Uh, Luca's great. Uh, Porzingis has been playing well. Yeah. But uh, I just that's not great matchups for them. Uh, especially not for Luca with Pat Bev and uh, Kawhi and Paul George switching off on him, so I think you'll only be able to get you one or two games. Okay, Luca's been a, a monster though. Yeah, he has. Especially uh, next one, Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz. Who you got? All right, in this one, I think it's a pretty even matchup, but I got the uh, Denver Nuggets pulling out in six. Okay. I think uh, Jokic is gonna probably get Gobert into some foul trouble a lot in those games, as we saw in one of their earlier games. Yeah. And then he's going to be able to take over late in games, and that's what's going to be the uh, driving factor for them. Okay. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., you are going to be an X factor in this game, yeah. in this whole series. So you got to come through. I'm a big fan of you, man. I want you to want you to be good. Just be good. Okay. <laughs> um, the next one, the last one, Houston Rockets versus OKC Thunder. Now, remember that uh, uh, Russell Westbrook will not be starting in this. He has a strain in his in his in his thighs, I believe, or quad, quad strain. So, um, you know, that's part of the reason I have OKC winning this series in six. Uh, you know, these Thunder are they're a slept on team, and I think that Chris Paul is gonna come out with a vengeance, especially against his old team. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, those young pups, they've been playing well, and that that's a really solid, well-run team for the Thunder. So I think they upset Harden in the Rockets in six. Okay. You got OKC coming in with the Thunder. <laughs> All right. Goodness. <laughs> okay. That's going to call it for this episode, y'all. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about some NFL news. Yes, sir. And we're going to talk about uh, Cowboys on the Jerry Jones. 
All right, y'all, and we are back. What's good? As we said before, we're going to go ahead and get into some quick NFL news with the Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones. So take it away. All right. Now, you guys know Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner, America's team. (sighs) Now, he's been very, he has been very quiet about the Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's going on in the U.S. and around the world, really. Uh, he's been quiet. He has been quiet for 109 days, to be specific. Yep. And as of recent, he has just now come out and sort of given some type of a response. It had something to do about grace. It really didn't didn't resonate that well with me. I didn't really get what he was saying. All I heard was grace, something about saving grace. And, uh, so that that's pretty much how I feel about it. Cause what what was your thoughts? I was just so disappointed in Jerry Jones. You know. Jerry Jones is a person that we know loves the glitz and the glamour. He loves taking the credit for things. He loves being in the spotlight. Yeah. So for him to go in hiding for 109 days while his counterparts are even out here making statements. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Dan Snyder even changed the name of his team. Yeah. But Jerry Jones was in hiding for 109 days. So that that in itself let me know his position before he could even say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that... Uh, you know, to when you make the statement, have it be so vague and and not really address anything, yeah. which is so concerning to me, especially because you know Jerry Jones, uh, back in 2016 when Colin Kaepernick, you know, took a knee, he was one of the owners that put out an ultimatum saying my players won't take a knee mm-hmm. during the national anthem. So that just shows you know he's one of those owners that is going to control the fate of his players' actions in terms of social justice or protesting at the place of work on the field right so for him to not really give his position or say what he's going to allow or say how it's going to work for the cowboys was extremely disappointing for me especially when that's something that we've come to expect from him over the what 20 years or so that he's been the owner of the cowboys so I i was just extremely disappointed with how ambiguous it was uh nobody knows what he means by grace yeah. but that's all we ever heard so the only word that i remember <laughs> grace amazing grace <laughs> <laughs> but um talk about disappointment yeah and poor leadership let's go back to the ncaa we like bullying the ncaa man we do they suck yeah they suck but um apparently uh like you we've already discussed uh we've had two conferences now pull out and say that they're not going to do fall football fall sports we're going to hope for the spring and come back and do hopefully a spring type version of what we know is football yeah um on top of that they have also solidified that there will not be any fall championships as well in yeah. the NCAA uh how do you feel about those two things happening what is just what is just the thoughts in general about everything in the yeah uh so I-, I was just disappointed uh, you know, I wish we could have seen, you know, Big Ten and Pac-12 football or even other fall sports. I wish I could have seen, you know, Ohio State and Justin Fields go out and play, you know, his last, you know, year or so. Or I wish I could have seen, you know, Oregon play, you know what I'm saying, there this fall. Right. But, you know, we still got SEC football. SEC, Roll Tide. Uh, we still got uh, the Big 12 playing. So we'll have some good teams. I just, you know, it's sad to see that these people can't all be on the same page right and i understand the big 10 and pac 12 decision those are typically more academic prestigious schools right. so 
also, you know, they recognize that their athletes are also students as well, and that they can't bubbleize them because they aren't professional athletes. Right. For us, you know, speaking for Alabama, we see, you know, these athletes walking around on campus every day. You right. know, Jerry, Judy, you had a class, had a class with two. Yeah. So, you know, they're as much as the community as we are. Right. So uh, then I think those schools recognize that and didn't understand how they were going to be able to have that bubbleized environment for the players. Uh, but I just, NCAA needs continuity. They need to be on the same page. And I just don't know how or when they they will be able to do so. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough, man. Like, this whole this situation with the NCAA is uh, it, it, as an NCAA person, I love, you know, college football. Yeah. I, I really am, like, the person that, like, anytime NCAA comes, I'm like, why don't you just, but you can't, can't do that. NCAA yeah. is not. Uh, I, I hope that we get some type of semblance of fall football. I hope that we can some way figure it out. Uh, like you said, ACC, SEC are still going going to do something this fall uh, as far as we know i'm not you know upset about it yeah but um one thing i did sort of want to touch on about the ncaa uh sec acc i know alabama specifically nick saban has said like if i get my players here we test two times a day yeah every college in the ncaa some of these smaller colleges cannot they don't have that type of money yeah, they don't have the money for it. right so like that's like one question that I have that's like okay I sort of get um, every college isn't the same not every college is as big as Bama and, and Clemson and all of like Florida all of these big you know prestigious SEC ACC schools so I understand some of them taking off as well like yeah. not having the money not having the means to go and get those tests to be able to take take your players and say we're going to test every day yeah multiple times. Everybody doesn't have the means for it, and you know we're just seeing, we're, we're really seeing who the big dogs in, in sports, yeah, sports are, those, for sure. those who are going to be able to withstand this. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to transition to just something completely off topic okay. because I know it's something that you wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. Uh, so so let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, a former football player, mm-hmm. name of Pat McAfee. Yes, sir. A guy that you enjoy watching a lot. You know yeah. what? I'm going to leave it there. A guy you, you enjoy watching a lot, and I'm going to let you explain his whole situation all right pat mcafee like he said former football player former football player former punter uh for the indianapolis colts when peyton manning was there uh he's now retired he has his own little talk show on uh on youtube called pat mcafee show does it every day pretty much and he invited one uh adam cole who's a wwe wrestler um to the show to have like a conversation with him on the on the show and things got a little frisky. Um, Adam Cole came and broke a, a few hundred dollars worth of equipment. He pushed uh, one of one of Pat McAfee's uh, friends that is on the podcast who has colitis. Um, and now it, it's been pretty crazy since then. Like Pat went to his place of establishment, which is the WWE, and has you know hunted this dude in the mouth, kicked him, kicked him straight in the oh my goodness everything it's like oh my god i hope he's okay but he went to his place of establishment punted him in the mouth and now he has been hit with this what do you call it invitation to a match by um their coo the wwe ceo triple h uh to come and wrestle against 
as I said, Adam Cole and uh, WWE's NXT uh, pay-per-view, uh, NXT TakeOver 30. Uh, I believe it's on August 22nd. These guys are going to be actually wrestling. They're going to be a real. It's going to be a real wrestling match. And I was like okay with it. I was sort of like wavy on it until I saw Pat McAfee go Man. and put up a highlight reel of him training for this match that is going to have. He looks good. He looks great and way better than what I thought he would look like. I mean, I'm like he's he's a you know a football player, so I understand he's in shape, but. He's doing flips and everything. Like this highlight really put up was amazing. So now I can't wait to somehow go and watch it. I don't know if I'm gonna pay for it. But I do want to see the match. I can't wait to, you know, actually try and do it. Like I said, I think it's August 22nd. Pat McAfee's hilarious. This whole thing is sort of hilarious. And I just I wanna see Pat McAfee going on and I wanna see him in a whole match. So that's why I'm really excited about it. Alright, well, now we're going to go ahead and move into our last segment of the day. Yes, sir. Our technical fouls, y'all. Yes. So I'll go ahead and lead off because. What's this man's name? Comment. I don't know his name. Okay. I, I forgot his name. Okay. <laughs> it's some rookie for the Seahawks. Okay. And he just, he decided that it would be a good idea to bring a girl into the team hotel. Wow. Try to sneak her in. <laughs> How dumb can you be? Oh my gosh, in the middle of a pandemic, yo, this dude is trying to sneak a girl into the team hotel. Yeah. You're already a rookie. You don't have no nothing. There's nothing yeah, about you that yeah. says we need this guy on the team. You no, you're just leeway. a rookie. Yeah. You have no leeway. Right. And now look at you. You're cut. <laughs> and I wouldn't pick you up because you're dumb. That's stupid. That's a bonehead move. Don't try to sneak a girl into the hotel room. Control yourself. If training camp just started. It just started, like this week, right? Control <laughs> yourself. Yes, sir. Whatever your name is, you're teed up. We don't even know your name, bro. I'm so sorry for you. But, because, you know, we got sort of a similar situation. Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> my, my, okay. So, mine is an NBA player. Who is a, a star on the team? So I guess he can't leave. You know, he can't be kicked out like dude, whatever his name is. But my dude's name is Donovan Mitchell. Now, why I'm, you might be questioning why am I giving Donovan Mitchell a technical foul for the week? This is why. Look, okay, so you all know we all in the bubble right now, out in Orlando. No one can be with the players. So. I don't know why this happened, but somehow Donovan Mitchell got on Instagram Live, got on his Instagram Live late at night, and uh, somehow, some way, you know, it, it came on, and his his fans got on and were watching. It was just a black screen, but you could hear some some noises, some peculiar noises that you just don't usually hear you know throughout the day but at the time of when he went on i understand why you hear those noises and it, it wasn't confirmed if it was a video or if it was someone um reports have said that it could have been like some type of maid oh, that man. worked out um in orlando on in the in the bubble somewhere i, I but i mean that's why he's my my technical foul for the week i he oh. is not supposed i don't know I, I don't know how you got on instagram live y'all if you have instagram you have to know how hard it is to get on instagram live 
and to you know start it so donovan what happened i just want to know your part i want to know your part i ain't gonna you know give too much into it. i'm not gonna dig into him like that but donovan mitchell you are my technical file for the week Y'all need to learn how to control yourselves. Yes, bro. Just control yourselves. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's a video. I don't know if it's a person. If it's a video. I can pull back just a little bit. You shouldn't have been on Instagram Live. If it's a person, though. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's going to end it for our show today. Yes, sir. Once again, we thank y'all for tuning in and listening to us. Yes. And don't forget to subscribe, man. Like, yeah, subscribe, subscribe, comment. And you know. Do your thing. Support us, man. But uh, that's it. Make sure to follow our social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, y'all see more stuff on there. Yes, sir. But for this week, that's it. That's teed up. Signing Ow. off.